Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. Hello, hello, everyone. And for the first time in forever, welcome to Ladies Night here at the happiest podcast on earth. I feel like we haven't said that in about 8,000 years, but yes, it is an all ladies cast here tonight. My name is AJ Mulholland, and I am joined here by Mel Geo. Hey, everybody. And the one and only brand spanking new to our social media. You may have seen our face popping up around our stories and reels and such. Emery Birch. Hey, hey guys. Woohoo. Yes, Emery has been kind of helping take over our social media because Mel, our social media princess, you know, it's a little hard being in New Jersey, <laughs> Florida, <laughs> trying to get all that content. With her also working. Need the most updated stuff, guys. I'm kind of like, you know, 16 hour drive away. So. And with like 15 jobs, Miss Boss Babe. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and a wedding. So, you know. And a wedding. <laughs> it's just a lot. We're doing great. We love it. I love that. So yes, Miss Emery has been absolutely killing it, doing lots of different reels and popping up on the stories, which Lord knows we need it because we are dead and gone to social media sometimes. Uh But it's been super exciting to like finally actually meet you. This is the first time I'm speaking, (laughs) like getting to know Emery. Yeah, yes, so it's yes. gonna be fun for all of us. We're all gonna learn about her in the same night. How exciting! <laughs> <laughs> Things we love to hear. So, Emery, give us the lowdown. What's who is Emery Birch? So, Emery Birch, me. I'm here for my DCP. So, I moved down about three months ago. So, I've just been been getting in the groove of things, getting used to it, kind of finding my way around. Um, I kind of got connected with you guys because one day Jarrett posted on the story like looking for people to help with the social media. And I was like, heck yeah, sign me up. I'm down here. I'll be down here for a while, hopefully. So yeah, I'm just hanging out. I'll be at Star Tours. So if you guys are in Hollywood Studios, come say hi, come see me. But yeah, full-time student, CP life. Things we love to hear. And y'all know we are big Star Tours stands here. I don't care what anyone says, especially with the new update. It is like a brand new ride. I love Star Tours so much. It's just so good now. But we were kind of thinking like what direction we wanted to take this ladies night episode in, especially since we don't know each other that well. And what better thing to get to know each other about or with than um, completely trashing one common thing together. And what can we all trash <laughs> together? The DCP kidding. No, we're not going to completely trash it. You know, a little compare, uh, contrast, well, goth. Not for yourself. I'm totally going to trash it. <laughs> we all know Mel hated the DC. <laughs> Look, I will be brutally honest. It's the Jersey way. So love it. No, it's we'll like compare. We'll be fair about it. I'm just going to be spicy. <laughs> just a little, add a little bit of spice, add a little bit of oomph to that. But yeah, I feel like that's the best way for us to get to know each other. Because not only do we get to talk about the one thing that we all either love and or hate and or brought us all here together, <laughs> but we also get to learn about the dcp because as you may have guessed since the time that mel and i have done it i did it in fall of 2018 and then mel turned around and did it the next year in 2019 a lot has changed the living situations the application process the roles you can get the hours the pay everything in between has changed and even though it's been only three or four years since mel and i did it ourselves it's gonna be cool to hear all about it from the firsthand experience of emory mm-hmm. yes, oh, I'm, yes. I'm super excited to share it with you guys as well Love that. We have a lot of peeps who are interested in being a part of DCP or learning more about it. So I'm very excited to give a full scope idea here of what's going on for sure. 
So Mel, tell us, what did you do during your DCP and why did you hate it so much? Give us your okay. little backstory first. For Some context. anybody who may not know, I've only talked about this like five bajillion times. Um, I got in 2019. Uh, it was like my fourth time applying and I finally got in. This was a very long road for me. Uh, and I got food and beverage at DAC, uh, and I was outdoor vendors. So I sold things like Mickey bars and all that fun stuff. Uh, it's commonly phrased ODV, really pretty. Um, it was, it was an experience. I only stayed three months and then, uh, Mel decided it was time to go home. <laughs> so, but in my short time, I did have a lot of, you know, new friends and new experiences. And I mean, working in Disney, no matter what, it's so cool for sure. Like to tell people that. So yeah, that's like my brief. I'll give that as the brief overview kind of thing. AJ, you go into it. What'd you do? (laughs) I did two different roles. First off, I was a deep water lifeguard over at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon, where I started in May of 2018. I almost said 2020. Wow. That, that hurts a little bit. And so I started as a deep water lifeguard over at Typhoon Lagoon, which I freaking loved. It was basically like being at summer camp every single day. It was incredible. So much so that, as you guys know, I literally named my dog Tilly after Typhoon Tilly, the ship over at the park, because I'm saying her name and she's looking at me like, mom, you sound psychotic because that's truly what it was. I got there. I drank the juice, never left Um, Hit about September, called my parents and said, hey, I'm never leaving. I'm transferring schools, ended up moving from Uh, my old school in Connecticut down to Florida full-time and finished out my DCP at that time over at the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor on Main Street, which was also incredible. I met some of my most bestest friends ever, and we had the most perfect view of all the fireworks, the parades. My first day working there was the change from the Halloween layover to the Christmas layover. So like, it really could not have been more magical. Amazing. I was drinking that juice by the gallon. Let me tell you now. You fell for it I really did. You are like the exact person they want to pull in with this program. Like you were exactly what they want. (laughs) Literally. Um, I ended up leaving the company though for a while after that college program so that I could go finish out my career playing college softball over at UCF. And now I'm back as a Disney corporate girly. I am a management intern. So it's not the DCP. It's a professional internship, um, which we can definitely discuss the differences on that later. Cause I had a really fascinating conversation with someone about that today because they live at Flamingo, but don't really get the same experience as all the DCP kids because we are leaders. But anyways, I'm now that corporate girly wearing my own clothes, working at the contemporary front desk. So we love it here. Um, still drinking the juice four years later, but you know, it's fine. Amazing. No, I love it. I love it for you. It's really, it fits you so well. Like guys, AJ is literally like meant to be in Disney. Like that's exactly where she needs to stay. She's going to be CEO. Give it time. Yes, ma'am. I was about to say road to CEO, baby. Like and when you get to be CEO, I better get a pass. Okay. I want season. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Cinderella suite for a Cinderella suite. We're, we're going to have a party. That's going to be like my, Hey, I'm CEO party. It's just going to be in the Cinderella suite. I'm honestly, yeah, I'm holding you to this. If it's not done in like 10, 15 years, I'm going to be like, hello, hi, get on it. What do you do? Hey, remember us? Um, Get with it. Corporate girly, get on it. Climb the ladder faster, please. please Thank you. Oh my goodness gracious. And then Emery, as we talked about living at Flamingo, working at Star Tours, oh, yes. tell us though. So have you, personally, when I went to the DCP, I had never worked a job before that was outside of like a school setting. So it was really a new experience for me. Did you ever work before the DCP? And if so, how did like that differentiate your experience from 
you know, living and working at the parks too. Now you're working a full-time job for the mouse. Right. So I did work before the DCP. My jobs were definitely very different. Like during the summer, um, I was like a swim coach for pretty much four years before this. So like I was pretty used to when I wasn't in school or when I wasn't playing sports, like I was always doing something. Um, I was working in some form or fashion, babysitting, anything like that. Um, I've also worked with like a couple of different companies, like back in my hometown, um, doing like a lot of concierge type services, like events and like things like that were our main area of focus so definitely still used to being in like guest facing roles and things like that so that didn't change as much but definitely the demand and the hours and things like that was a huge shift especially being here having to do school online now um, being a full-time student and doing DCP, working those like 30, 40 hours a week. It's definitely a lot, uh, definitely is manageable, but definitely very, very different than what I came from. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure. Okay. You said 30, 40 hours a week. Are they putting you on six days at all or no? So I'm not getting scheduled six days at all, but like my roommates will be scheduled like 60, 50 hours a week. I'm barely getting 30. Like this week I was scheduled 30 hours and 30 minutes. And that's been consistent since I've been here. So So what I'm hearing is is you need to go to Star Tours if you want to actually play around while you're here at Disney and not just work to the bone. Noted. Right. But the problem is Flamingo Rent and the amount of hours I'm getting don't agree with each other very well. So that's kind of the struggle. If you want to play around, you also have to get hours. So it's kind of like that whole balancing act of like, you want to work to have money, but you don't want to work so you can do stuff. So that whole thing. Because right now, okay, so for those of you who don't know, if you've been living under a rock, back in the day, you know, when Mel and I were apparently toddlers, we had the... Um, Patterson, we had Chatham, we had Vista Way, we had what was the other one? I'm totally blanking on Patterson, Vista Way, Chatham, and um, apparently oh, he's yelling at us right now. You know, someone's yelling at us right now. I'm looking at another up. POS type of apartment. These oh, guys were awful. Ru- awful. they were run down, <laughs> dirty, dingy. Whole, there was a building in Patterson that was so poor that like the electric would just blink on and off in the rooms to the point that it was a fire oh, like this is yeah. how poor the standards were in these apartments I'm looking up yeah. what the poor name is I'm looking <laughs> you had I mean for me I lived in a five-person two-bedroom apartment where I shared a room with two other girls I was the top bunk granted I chose that top bunk because I'm a top bunk girly but you guys, Andrew and I got to tour Flamingo Crossings, which is the new and improved Disney housing for their interns um, before it opened last year. And the facility is insane. The gyms were bigger than like some of the like literal apartment complexes that Patterson had before. The pools were incredible, had these giant movie screens outside of them. Each person was getting their own room and or these huge beds with these huge dividers between them. So it felt like your own room. Me and Andrew were walking around like what if we had done the dcp two years later we would have been set for life are you kidding me it is truly a campus this place is ginormous it is beautiful but it is also very expensive um so when i did the dcp my rent was 110 a week so it ended up being about 440 a month and it gets taken directly out of your paycheck and i was more on the cheaper end of most of the people that i was yeah with dcp because one again i was on a five person two bath or two bedroom and I was in Patterson, which is not like one of the elites. Commons, that was the other one. 
Chatham Commons, Patterson. Yes, you got it. I literally trying to look it up and it's it's only showing flamingo. I'm like, no, there were other ones. You got it. Yes, because Commons was the one. I think Commons was the one that was all bougie. Like they had their own washer and dryer in their unit. We were like, oh my God. And they had like a convenience store in their complex. Well, I don't know if you ever like flipped your coffee table, but ours was so old that people literally shoved money and like wrote things under the table. Yeah. The very oh, last wow. day of my program, we were vacuuming and I like like flipped over the table so I could vacuum under it and like you know because I wasn't about to pay some deposit like oh, no, I was exactly. I was getting my entire deposit back yeah. um and I saw that people wrote on it so I wrote my name my little Instagram handle I thought it was so funny might as well no it was a whole thing someone left money in ours uh so we flipped it one night uh and we were just like oh there's Ooh. cash there was only like I think six bucks I'm like whoever left this really didn't count for inflation but that's okay no absolutely not that was like the minimum wage for like oh, two years God. prior girl I can't my my rent was like 125 a week I think and it was a six person situation and we didn't oh my goodness like three bedrooms or two bedrooms so it was like two people per room kind of thing and it was two baths I think might have been three I didn't go in the third room very much um <laughs> It was awful. It was just awful. Everything was falling apart. And there were definitely like people definitely covered up tack holes in the wall with like putty or whatever they could find. And like, (laughs) it looked the same color. I like got close to the wall one day. I'm like, oh, this is pretty. (laughs) This is pretty. This is like some (laughs) random Sharpie color they found at Joanne's. Like like, the washer situation, having to go to like a common area, like socks would go missing constantly like that had to be rough they would get stuck like the way it it was like there was this little washer well like it was this little plastic piece and stuff would get shoved under it all the time but once it got under there like you were never getting it back like I had so many pairs of Disney socks that just got eaten by this machine like it's insane or you'd have the jerks that like you don't come down to your dryer for like five minutes and all of a sudden your stuff is all over the floor this nasty disgusting floor that has never seen a mop a day in its life and then you need to wash your clothes again because it touched the floor another like I don't even remember how much it costs like a dollar I don't even know to like put it back in a washer wash it again I would set my alarm for two minutes before the the washer was done so that I'd always be down there because I refuse to let myself be the person with my clothes on the floor. I'm like, I am not doing that. I will rage quit on the spot. Rage quit. I will find out who that was and burn their yeah. apartment down. Exactly. I was, I was over it. Literally. Sure. Emery, when you hear these horror stories, other than the, <laughs> the other than the price, because we said the prices and your eyes went like wide both times. Yeah. Do you mind me asking wild. what you're saying? No, no. So for our like, <laughs> no, no, I will, I'll tell you. Um, so for our like smallest, or I guess the apartment that is like the smallest, the lowest rent, I'm pretty sure that their base rent is 185 a week. Yeah, a week. And that a week, you're a, making like $5 yes. an hour. Wait, I'm doing right, some right. math here. Um, so their base rent is 185 a week. And that's for two bedrooms. And it's two bathrooms and it's two people per bedroom. So it's four people total. And then they share the bedroom. So that's the one with like the divider in the middle. They both have like a twin size bed, something like that. Yeah, that's um, yeah, right. Right. Yeah. And is it minimum wage that... for a CP $14 right now? Yes. So yeah. you'd have to work almost 13 hours to pay the lowest rent. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I only got paid 10 an hour. Yeah, same. My, my pay was... Well, the base pay was 10, but then I had a premium because I was a safety role. So I was 1035 when I worked at 
Deepwater Life when I was a Deepwater Lifeguard, and then I was 1036. I got a whole one cent pay raise when I moved to Magic Kingdom. How <laughs> one cent, that? baby? One whole cent that could almost, you know, eventually get a Mickey bar. Amazing. Eventually, in like 10 years. Oh, nice. In 10 years, you can build up for a Mickey bar. That's nuts. I remember like when yeah. I got there, they just did um like a pay raise for everyone around, you know, the parks except. DCP. So that was like a huge point of contention when I was there was the fact we got paid so much less because they just raised it to like 14 or 15 for like everybody else. So right. that, I remember that was right when that started, but like with inflation, it really does not make a difference. And here's how bad I was drinking the juice. I didn't know until like I moved to Magic Kingdom because when they moved me, that's why I had to go to Magic Kingdom Food and Beverage was to keep my same pay. I didn't know that full timers and part timers got more than CPs. I didn't care. I was just vibing. No one told me. No one told me. We would get, oh my gosh, we have people that would come up to us all the time that were full timers begging for shifts because they were putting DCP on so many full timers needed more work. So they come up like, please trade a shift. Like, please give me a shift. And we're like, we can't. We're poor. Like, I I need to pay rent too. I have to pay one twenty five for the room that's going to set on fire this week. I don't have a choice, <laughs> you know. Oh my gosh! What about the buses? Do you guys still have the awful buses? So these guys so get the- coach buses. First of all, okay. But let me explain the the bus situation. I'm very lucky. So like, I'm very lucky with my driving situation and my room situation because I was lucky enough to steal an apartment with my own room. So very happy about that. Um, which is also like something I've noticed different from the other housing. But I also brought my car. So I've been very fortunate not to have to take the buses too much, but the buses themselves are nice. I have heard very, very, very many horror stories of them like breaking down on the side of the road at 2 a.m. And then people aren't arriving on time for their shifts and all sorts of things, taking like hours to get home. I know on the Hollywood Studios route, they just added another stop. So I think there's like four stops just to get to work. They added Blizzard Beach, but Blizzard Beach isn't even like open right now. So I'm not really sure what that's about. It's Ooh, just, they're prepping for it to be open, though. That's they, exciting. They are. They are. So. <laughs> that's crazy. It's really crazy. I can't. I remember one time, the only time I took the buses, because I brought my car down. And uh, I just didn't feel like spending money on gas that day. You know what I mean? I was like, let me save mm-hmm. dollars because I'm poor. Let me get on the bus. And the guy skipped Patterson. He just didn't go to Patterson. He went to every other court except Patterson. So I'm just on the bus and I'm sitting there like, excuse me, sir. Cause he pulls into some random gas station to eat his dinner. I'm like, oh. I'm still on the bus. I You're in the back. Like, Hello. I literally was like, hi, you went to every court except mine. Um, Can you take me home? He's like, well, I'm on my mandatory break. I can take you home in like 40 minutes. So I was in the gas station with him and he was very nice. Couldn't tell you what his name was at this point, but it was awkward. And I I literally called one of my, my friends in the DCP who lived in my room. And I was like, you need to come pick me up. Please come get me. Come get me because I cannot spend another 40 minutes not home in my bed. Like, please. So yeah, from that day on, never got on a bus again. I was like, no, I'm good. We're just going to bypass all that. (laughs) No, I don't blame you. I definitely think if there was more parking available here, because I know, I think 
it's very similar. I'm going to compare this to like run Disney. Cause I feel like that's what most people are going to be aware of. But like when you're signing up for a run Disney race and you're on there and like you're hidden refresh and like, you're ready to sign up for that race. It was the same exact way with parking spots. So like I had my, all of my credit card information, everything like, like that right. all pre-saved. Yes. Because those things are really hard to get. So I'm very glad that I was able to get one and they just open more parking. Like in the target down the street so like in they're the renting target. out i'm yeah. sorry this is a brand it's new so complex how did you not have thing. enough parkings no it's like a it's a thing people were having to park um a few months ago at blizzard beach and then get bussed right. over to flamingo crossings because it's like right by blizzard beach because they didn't make enough parking spots for this complex i'm sorry how do you build a brand new complex and not allocate for enough parking spots? Shouldn't you have like at least every one for every tenant? Like that doesn't make fancy you would think. You, would think. you got like the gyms, you got all this stuff, but you didn't think to make enough parking space. And the worst part is there's this huge empty field right past the parking spots that you yep. could just like take down the fence, bulldoze, and pave over. We're on Flamingo crossings. If you're listening, come on. Come on, it's like the one college uh, I used to go to called Stockton University in Jersey for anyone who might know it. Um, my sister goes there right now. They literally do have grass parking lots because they just gave up on bulldozing and we're literally like, just go park here. So people park in the grass. Go. Just like make some lines in the freaking grass. Be like, okay, go figure it out. Like they're fine. They're college kids. They'll put it together. <laughs> they can learn how to parallel park. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And if they, you know, if they hit each other, you know, they got insurance. It'll be fine. It is what it is. Insurance. It's insane. Oh my goodness. I'm glad to see though that there's still some struggles because I know when Flamingo Crossing first opened, everyone was like, these DCP kids are going to have it so good. They're not going to even know what it's supposed to be like. And then here we are. There's still so many struggles. They can't, they can't park cars. So, you know, we love that. Oh what Lord. about like the actual interview process? AJ, do you want to tell us how you got interviews? Yeah. So back in the day when, you know, there was interviews. Um, so the very first thing was a web-based interview, which is basically just like kind of a simulation for lack of a better term. It'll ask you a bunch of like personality and behavioral questions. And if you don't get through that portion, you need to do better at lying and knowing what Disney wants from you. Cause it's very obvious the answers that you should be giving. Okay. And then you get a, phone interview typically right after that which is basically with a campus recruiter talking about like what roles you want because back in the day you could you know preface oh I want custodial or oh I really don't want custodial oh I want this or oh I don't want that you can talk about your work experience you can't tell them really what location you want but you can really like advocate for yourself and advocate for the role that in location that you want xyz which was great um sometimes some people would have more than one phone interview and like, especially if you had like the management internships, things like that, then they would really preface more interviews. But yeah, back in the day, it was pretty easy to weed people out when you could hear their voice and hear their like common sense and reasoning skills. And now there's no phone interviews. So take with that what you will. But Emery, you want to talk about your process of how, how you got in? Like, were you expecting there to be an interview and all that good stuff? So like I have talked to some people that had done it prior to COVID um, and they said like there was the whole phone interview and stuff like that. Um, so I was unsure if there was going to be one or not, because when I applied for mine, I applied pretty much right when it reopened. Like I wasn't the first initial batch of people who had already been accepted and then were able to like resend their application. I was like basically the next wave, like the first group of new people, I guess. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so we weren't really sure what to expect. I was preparing for one in case, like mm-hmm. keeping in mind things I might say, like things I had done in the past I wanted to point out, stuff like that. Right. Um, but mine was pretty quick. I applied and then like a few hours later, a few days, maybe like it was a very short window of time. Um, I got the email for my web-based interview. And then I took that um and I think on my application, they had us submit like a resume if you wanted to, but you didn't have to. You also didn't have to put a cover letter or anything like that. They basically just had like a little area where you can like write some prior experience, but it was like very, very basic application. It was just like, are you in college or not? Pretty much like, do you actually qualify to be able to participate? Which um, you don't even have to prove. Like you just put, right. yeah, I go to this college and yes, they're like, I okay, do. cool. Yeah, you you don't. Um, But yeah, so the process itself was really easy. Um, I knew about like four other people that applied and half of them failed their WBI. So I'm not really sure what was going on with that. Um, I obviously passed mine. So um, (laughs) it was probably a few weeks of waiting. Yeah, so here we are. Um, But it was probably a few weeks of waiting and then I found out my role, but, um, or found out I got in, not my role, but We didn't get the option to kind of rank our preferences or anything like that, which I know a lot of people were like really upset about. Um, And like, I can understand it. I see it both ways. Like, I think they just needed people to come back and work. So they weren't really concerned with what anyone wanted. Um, But I think it would have like helped a lot of people just to be able to rank it for whatever reason, like, peace of mind. And they had a say in like where they were going. Right, right. Like, even though they might not listen to you, like, at least you've got a chance to rank it. Um, but yes, yeah, so they took that away. We still haven't brought back phone interviews um, or anything like that. But like, yeah, I've. other than that, the pr- process seemed pretty much the same from what I've heard, at least. So yeah, it was pretty simple, pretty easy. Just submitting the papers and waiting. So and hoping for the best. I love hoping that. for the best. <laughs> I know because there's like a lot of roles that were super popular with the CPs, like back in our day, like concierge, character attendant, you know, the roles that typically are a little more coveted that I never see CPs in anymore. Like they're all going to these, yeah, they're all going to these high demand roles, like food and beverage, custodial, like attractions, things like that, which like kind of sucks. Not going to lie. They don't even have a chance. You know what I mean? Exactly. Not even a hope or a glimmer. Yeah. And a lot of those roles, like there are a few that you can get into, like the vacation planner, concierge, things like that, right. that typically have a more fast track into like leadership and management. Right. Um, and instead, most of these kids are getting put in the roles that really don't have that or have the really high turnover rates. And if you make it through there, great. Um, with that being said, though, I know like some of my friends that are in the management internship got to do VIP tours. But not being the tour guide, they got to like be the assistant. So like they would help oh. coordinate the tours. They would drive the trucks, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Still pretty cool though. Cause you got to meet all the VIPs, but yeah. there was a whole bunch of people that got to do that for their CP. And there's so many of them that are now in the management internship. So like, again, another Same. coveted, a little more behind the scenes role, but not like your typical run of the mill, like food and beverage. Mm-hmm. And they're able to kind of like fast track their Disney careers, which is very interesting to me. Right. And I know that right now the company is like begging and pleading for people to come work. So. Yeah. I've heard um, some stuff about that because I know they offer, they're offering like VIP tours, like kind of assistant thing, like you were saying, um, as an extension for us. 
So they oh, offered that, right. They did it back in like April, like of course, right before I got here. So unfortunately I didn't get to apply, but hopefully it may reopen, may not. Um, they also opened a Star Cruiser extension. So I know some people have gotten the opportunity to go there. They actually just reopened it. So I have my second interview for that on Friday. So fingers Best crossed. Could, fingers crossed. Could be at Star Cruiser. We don't know yet, but um, fingers crossed. So maybe we'll have an update by the time that comes out. Who knows? But um, yeah, so they definitely are opening some stuff. And I know they've brought back like uh, CPs being at like front desk even. Um, I saw like a few over at Grand Flow the other day. And apparently they're like testing it out. Grand Flow um, has so is, many of them because they yeah. keep coming over to Contemporary. They keep getting um, deployed over to Contemporary. But like then it's weird because then at Contemporary, like most of our CPs are like Bell Services. We only have one that's front desk and she hasn't even arrived yet. Like she'll be coming Aww. at the end of August. But it's like weird how some resorts are getting a lot of CPs and some aren't. Like Pop Century, we had a few CPs as concierge, but then other resorts, absolutely nothing. It's very odd. Yeah. It is weird. I think it, it sounds like they're phasing it back in, but like I'm not really sure. Just like from my end, what I've heard, like it's starting to slowly come back, but yeah. isn't like fully there. And I feel like that's a hard role to fill without doing phone interviews and without being like, okay, do you actually know anything about Disney? Are you good with talking with people? Because like, yes, you can still work a frontline role and not necessarily enjoy talking to people and or like being super hospitable or know anything about Disney. But like the vacation planner role, the VIP helper role, I would assume you would also need quite a bit of experience, like concierge, things like that. Yeah. Kind of need a little more than just like your average run of the mill. I'm applying to Disney for the heck of it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No, no, I hope they bring back the phone interviews and let everyone decide what roles that they actually want to do maybe then they would stop having such high turnover anyways i mean i told them what i wanted to do and did anybody listen to me no (laughs) i really don't want to do food service they're like and i said i about odv my least favorite okay well there you go animal kingdom that'll be like your favorite place to be literally or like i haven't even seen like auditions or anything for cps in a very long time for like character performer and such Makes sense. they have too many that still are vying for you know regular shifts their own, <laughs> shifts. Yeah, for their own shifts let alone you know it's insane oh my god so busy don't you know <laughs> emory have you ever done any like the housing um like parties and program stuff that they offer over there like do they offer things like the leadership classes or anything like that anymore So they do. The hard thing about it, though, is that like, I haven't been able to go to too many just because of like my schedule and when they are kind of scheduling them like they have like luau's and like come meet characters and stuff like that occasionally as far as like the parties like events go, um, which are usually over our east campus. So for the people that live over at east, it's just like a super easy drop in like on your way back home. But like I live at west. So if I want to go, usually they're kind of out of my way unless they do have something over at West. Like the luau the other night was here, but I mean, I didn't go. It was at like 7.30 to like 9 or something. And of course, we're always closing. So wasn't really able to attend. I was at work, but it is what it is. Um, But they do definitely have those classes and things like that. Like I know the other day they just did a spotlight on maintenance. So they had like some people come out and kind of talk about like, their journey with maintenance and how they're like a new maintenance manager and stuff like that. One of my friends was like telling me about it. She went 
because um, I guess they also have like a maintenance internship. There's like a one year fast track thing where you become like a Disney maintenance person and there's like a four year program. So I don't know, but they definitely do have um, classes and stuff like that for us, just like general leadership building and things like that. But um, I don't know, I haven't been really able to go to too many just because of my schedule. I'm pretty much working every day when I can. So I, know, I yeah, hate that they, they do those there. at night because CP stands for closing person. Like that's literally all that the CPs get are closing shifts. Well, I don't know. Right. If that, I mean, at least in like my experience, that was not true at all. But that's also because my park was different. But like, oh, yeah, because Animal Kingdom yeah. closes at like five o'clock. Closes at like 7 p.m. Like I <laughs> from, you know, sometimes it was like, I feel like 9 a.m. to like three, four. So like while most of my friends were going into shifts, I was just getting home. You're like, hey, friends. Yeah, it's not fun. I don't know. Did you ever do this? Cl- oh, of course you did. Who am I kidding, AJ? I was gonna be like, yeah. did you ever do these things? I never went to one. I'm- I did like all the classes I could. And it's actually funny because the recruiter that interviewed me for my management internship taught one of the classes and she remembered me. And she was like, oh, that's AJ, I, as soon as I saw your face, I knew I could put the name it's to the face. Star. Of course. It was, <laughs> you know, did that help me get the straw? Probably. Um, so go to the classes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. But- don't be a Melinda. Really go. go like see things. I just like, I feel like by the time I got done with work, it was like, I'm just going to bed <laughs> or I was going- like, don't bother me. Oh my gosh. What's the name of the grocery store you guys have in Florida? Publix. Publix, thank you. Yeah, I loved Publix because we don't have those here. So I was so excited every time I get off work. I'm like, I'm gonna go get kombucha at Publix and have a, and a pub sub. Like, that was your treat to yourself. It was. I love that. It was. It was like gluten free tortillas with cheese and a kombucha. What a treat to myself. It's the little things. It is honestly things. no. Like if you do go to DCP, you do need the little things. You need the little things that are going to keep you sane because you will hit those days where you are just dying inside. It just happens. It's just inevitable. <laughs> I still have though. My favorite thing was, and I'm sure you guys have your favorite like guest stories too. Like um, this dad came up to me one time. I was having the worst day. Like literally everything that could go wrong was going wrong. And he came up to me and I said, "I love your pin." He had a cute little aerial pin on his um like shirt. And he went, Oh, here. And he just leaves it on the counter. He's like, this is yours now. And he wouldn't let me give it. Like, he was just like, no, it's yours. And I've been gone long enough where no one can get me in trouble for this. And I was like, Oh my gosh, thank you. So I gave him two Mickey bars. I was like, you're like, here's your magical moment, buddy. It was so sweet. Like, honestly, I still keep it on my bag. Like it's one of my favorite pins. Like he was so sweet to me. He's like, no, he's like, you deserve this a lot more than I do. I can tell like, you really love it. He's like, Ariel suits you very well. I was like, <laughs> you're like how did you know like crying with the I mean, mickey bars i mean aj you probably have like 10 bajillion cute guest stories because people love you all the time like you get so many <laughs> and even better now at bay lake tower because you have the same guests literally their entire like bay lake tower is the hotel that's kind of like adjacent to contemporary everyone goes to the contemporary because that's where all the food and drink and merchandise are right. no one goes to Bay Lake tower unless you're staying there so i've made like all these amazing relationships with these guests which has been super duper fun yeah. and so like that's been really cool in terms of like getting things i got a pin once there was this little boy it was like my last week at pop century and it was like 11 30 at night and we started racing in the lobby like using the stanchions as like our okay you're gonna go from this point to this point to this point and we raced and of course i let him win every time and his very last day they came back and like 
were trying to find me and gave me this pin and it's I don't know why he picked it it's this little snow white one where it opens up and it's like the snow white fairy tale book I I literally cried like a baby and then we kept racing around the lobby and it's like checkout time so there's a billion people there that is so sweet though oh my gosh next time right it's literally it's like the moments like those though like it's those ones that when I have the guests that are screaming bloody murder at me for hours on end that those guests are the ones that make it worth it for sure especially now with like the new like cast compliment that you can do in the app that is incredible I didn't know I see I'm not I'm not up to date with I take those like candy it's super easy so it's within the my Disney experience app and you go into the cast compliment section and you put in like what park or resort you're at like if you remember their name or their hometown like what line of business they are and then you get to put a little blurb you don't get to type it they're just like preset blurbs and you can't like put in like a a hand note yeah you can't put a handwritten thing in which kind of sucks but um it's Can really you still tweet it too? No, they got rid of that department when COVID hit. Really? Yeah, the hashtag cast compliment. So they replaced it with the app, which like, let me tell you, every time I get one of those, I get the email that's like, like you received a cast compliment. I'm like crying. My record card really looks nice. so good. Wait, so where do you go? So I'm looking right now for everyone who's listening. I am literally in the app right now. Like I will know where this is. So when I go, I can just be obnoxious. You got it. So do me a favor. You're going to go to the hamburger menu on the bottom right hand corner of your phone. It's those three little lines. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to scroll down past the boxes to where there's like the lined options and kind of in the middle, there's the cast compliment one and it has the cast uh, ID on it. That is great. Oh my gosh. So for everyone who's listening, go look for your little hamburger section and scroll. (laughs) It's not the hamburger. Oh my God. I call it, I love calling it the hamburger menu because either guests know what I'm talking about and they're like, oh yeah, I call it that too. Or they look at me like I have three heads. It's just my entertainment for the day. (laughs) It took me a second, but I figured it out. That's very cute. No, that's awesome. What a convenient way to do it though. Like that's that's cool. Really especially is. with like a name like aj like my i know my compliments aren't getting sent off to other people because there's nobody else um like but you have to be like How super specific are there none <laughs> none literally sometimes you have to be specific though because it could be like alex from the emporium okay there's probably 50 alexes like you want to make sure you get that hometown which by the way the hometowns on the new name tags are like the idiotic things They're ever tiny. So that's like a conversation starter like I remember right? some people come up to me like oh Stockton where's Stockton are you from California are you from Jersey like you know it's just like a fun way to talk to people exactly like- and now they're just like staring at me and I and you can tell the difference when someone's staring versus like trying to find your hometown you're trying to figure out yeah <laughs> yeah and they're like I promise I'm not trying to be awkward I'm like no I get it you're just trying to find my hometown you're not a weirdo I promise I know I can tell the difference <laughs> I have figured it out by now. <laughs> Literally. But typically by that point, I just voluntarily, I'm like, oh, I'm from Kennewick, Washington. Like, stop. You can stop trying to stare and try to make it incognito. Like, I can feel your eyes boring into my name cool. tag. They're really I'll trying to be cool. Like, I know what the cast members do. I'm going to figure it out. And it's like, no, you're not. It's okay. No, you're not. You tried your but you shall mm-hmm. not succeed. Or like now, when, now that I'm the manager and people are like, what is your name? Get me your manager. I'm like, I am the manager my name is aj you can write that down a y capital j a y i love that (laughs) every time i get to say i am the manager i'm like adds 10 years to my life i was gonna say is that youthful you're gonna be like 70 with like skin as taut as like a 21 year old like yes Mm -hmm. from the years of spite literally from spite 
That's my favorite. And they're like, well, get me your manager. And I'm like, no. Something to say about management for the most part, at least in DCP, is they will defend their chicklings. Like they really, like the little younglings, they're going to, they're going to defend you because I did have multiple Karens when I worked there. And every single time they were so kind to me, they'd be like, it's not your fault. It's okay. And I'm like, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Karens are terrifying. They're the worst. Or like I had to make this phone call the other day because this guy, my cast member, received his phone call and the guest was basically very upset because their grub hub didn't go to their room they like dropped it off in the lobby or whatnot which we're not allowed to take food we're not allowed to deliver food we're not allowed to send a stranger to your room i'm not telling them how to get to your room that's how weird. To, get to your room exactly like we have enough if it's grub hub instacart whatever like we have nothing to do with it unless it's groceries and then then we can take care of it you can down to the but, parking lot that's simple if you're really going to do something literally like and right. so this guy called my cast member and is like trying to get someone to bring it to him and my cast member is like no unfortunately i'm sorry we can't do that like multiple reasons safety food safety xyz blah 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 we don't have the cast for it that's not in our job description like very very nice about it and we get this horrible survey about it being like i my whole trip was ruined by this cast member blah 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 of course it was yeah right so of course as the manager i then have to call them to like rectify it i tell my cast member i'm like i know you are fine like you held your ground you policies and procedures is what it is and you did it in a very nice disney way he just didn't get what he wanted of course when i call the guest i'm like oh my goodness i can't believe he was so rude to you like i will be sure to give him a talking to blah blah blah. like don't yes i am the manager don't you worry i will like if my cast member was genuinely wrong yes obviously there's a way to go about that and a way to coach them but like no i hung up that phone and we were like i hope this man got his meal because we're not taking it to him like that's not our job I love how though not getting his Grubhub food in the middle of Disney World was his pro- like the- ruined everything. I'm like ruining our scores. <laughs> like there are how many restaurants that you could be ordering from in Disney World, but you had to get Grubhub. Like, are you kidding? Like, you have Disney Springs, you have the hotel food, you have park food. What is the excuse not to get something on property? Like. It was so funny. I was just like, oh, and it's one of those times where you have to like agree with the guest. Like, yes, of course, like, of course. I know you like, yes, they thought he was being rude. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, unfortunately, that is our policies and procedures. So my cast member was entirely right, but I'm so sorry about their behavior. Like, That's I'll so, look into so that. Sorry. Literally, but I'm like, no. I am so sorry you feel that way. So okay. Sorry. Anyway, have a great night. Bye. <laughs> literally. That's me every time they complain about Genie Plus. I'm like, I wish I could make it better for oh, you, but I literally okay. can't. Well, that's a whole separate issue in itself. Um, yes. I have a lot of friends going in September. It's some of their first times ever or first time in a very long time. So I'm doing the whole like tour guide basically through Disney for them. And uh, they all wanted Genie Plus. But by the time we like booked our trips, you couldn't pre-order, I guess. You do it anymore. So, yep. they're, so they're like, oh, Melinda, you can't get us like rides. I'm like, no, you're going to have to go on the app day of like 645. Be ready to start refreshing. Like, sorry. <laughs> yeah, not- like because now you have to purchase a day of like you still have to make the choices at 7 a.m. no matter what. But like ugh, yeah, the no, purchasing no. a day of so many people don't realize that anymore. <laughs> I, I don't get why you can't to be honest. Well, and it. Yeah, I don't know why they made that decision, but it also kind of sucks because sometimes, like, we have to modify tickets. Let's say you want to upgrade your ticket, downgrade your ticket, whatever. We can't 
check Genie Plus as an option anymore. So then if you had Genie Plus, it's gone forever. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. So if they paid for it, it's just like gone. Then they have to. Yeah. Well, like then we'll go ahead and like take care of it. We'll give them a credit or we'll try to have our actual computer system anymore to like. Exactly. That's wild. And like. Change. It's it's a pain. Yeah, which like, I, I will say, Lightning Lane has um, definitely certainly created lots and lots of lots of problems. People will come to us trying to get in all day long, and they're like, "We have Genie Plus. We paid the fifteen dollars for it." And then you just have to sit there and explain over and over and over again. You have to make that reservation. You have to make that return time. And a lot of times, people will just even forget to press like continue. Like there's just yep. so many steps. They press the first button and then they're done. They yeah, think so like, oh, we did it. No, not quite. Not quite. Deal with that. That's gonna be. That's gonna be really fun. I can't wait to have to get yeah. up at like you know six fifty in the morning to make reservations on a vacation. That's my favorite. <laughs> on a vacation. No, and then by that time you have so much anxiety you can't go back to bed. Who wants to be up that early? Like, I get we try to be in the parks by opening kind of thing or round opening. But like AJ went to Disney with me. We had a couple days together. She knows my life at this point. I don't like getting <laughs> up early. That is just a girl does not vibe. Literally same. We were both roll out of bed because we were like forced to get up early. And we just look at each other with dead eyes. Like, this is life right now. Like, this is okay. not it. Or like when we try to make the individual lightning lanes for like guardians and whatnot, like my heart is racing or like joining the virtual queue. My heart's racing so fast. I can't go back to bed. So even if my return time is like, you know, 700 minutes from now, I'm like, well, I'm up. You're up now. My anxiety is saying good morning world. Like that's it's so stressful. We, we went last time, John and I, in like May of uh, last year, and I was trying to get um rise. So I got up super early to make sure I could like stake it. And, you know, I got it. It was great. I couldn't go back to sleep. I was, nope. already- you just oh, sit there like staring at the wall. The adrenaline was already pumped so high. I'm like, okay, we're going to watch Mickey Mouse cartoons for the next hour. And then maybe I'll get up and start putting makeup on. Like, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. there's just no point going back to bed because you're already just like so hyped. There's just like, right. At that what point, the- there's no turning back. Yeah. Yeah. One of the biggest like one-off complaints that we get is, oh, so you're saying I have to like stay up till midnight and then wake up at 630 to make these. No, go to bed at whatever time you want. Mm -hmm. Wake up at 630, 645. I wake up at like 655 because I know my app and I can blaze through it and buy it. I know how to make this work in my life. I'm a professional. Like I'm a professional. We've done this a few times, but like if it's your first few days, maybe wake up a few minutes earlier. Buy the Genie Plus in the morning. Mm-hmm. and then make your lightning lanes at seven that way you're not staying up till midnight just to buy it just to go to bed just to wake up at seven no what no right. wake up early and buy it it does not matter when you buy it so long as you buy it you know what i mean yeah but ugh, that's or, like the biggest complaint well i also don't get is like when people like if rise goes down or something like that because i mean obviously being in hollywood studios we hear that all day long it goes off down all the time mm-hmm. and then people will come and complain and be like this is the absolute only reason we ever came to disney like was just to ride this ride and all this kind of stuff and i'm like if you if this is the only reason you came to disney then like you got to be prepared like be in the line when it opens like if this is what you really want don't get in line at 8 50 when you know it's probably going to go down like it is it, what it is like say that for get everything though they do they like, do i came all the way from blah 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 just to eat this ice cream but i'm like no you did not no, no you did not i'm sorry you didn't perk? <laughs> yes don't use that against me to make me feel bad about having to do my job like stop right. 
I hate when people do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope you have more to look forward to than like a singular thing on your vacation. That would be a pretty sad vacation. Dude, like, I, I mean, think of like, I think of it that way. Like, you know, I only get to go to the parks maybe once a year for the most part. Um, and it's just like, yeah, the only thing I think about is having one meal or like, I need the one Disney churro at this specific park or else it's ruined. Right. It's like, come on. That's not what you're thinking about the entire time you're planning it out. Right. And that's not what your kids are thinking either. They don't care if the churros from one park or another, if they get a Mickey like ice cream instead, like Kids are so overwhelmed. They don't know the difference. They really don't. Like uh, John's sister just took her kids for the first time. And she said by like day two, they were having meltdowns like crazy because everything was just overwhelming. I mean, they had a good time. So cast members were very nice and gave them lots of toys. Apparently like a lot of toys um, because they had big meltdowns. So they were babies. They were. Yeah, it was not good anyway. But she's like, no, like kids don't. They don't care. They don't. They're so overwhelmed. They're just like they exist you know what I mean it's the parents that make it like I didn't get the specific ice cream from this stand with these sprinkles my child's day is over it's ruined my child's day is over meanwhile the child doesn't give they they don't know they've they've been completely out of it since 8 a.m the second they got into the park and saw a ginormous castle like that that was it you know I think like so much of that though, like goes back to like the way Disney is now. There's so much pre-planning that like has to go into a trip that like people plan out exactly what they're going to do like months beforehand, like down to the minute. Like it's, it's just absolutely crazy to me. Like so much of like Disney, just like, you know, being there, enjoying the parks, enjoying the atmosphere, like doing whatever like you want, like just walking around roaming sitting on a bench for an hour like watching people like nobody does that anymore like everybody's rushing on to the next thing what are we going to book on our app like what's the next reservation we're headed to like I feel like so much of that has been brought like into like especially like Disney culture lately that everybody's just like rushing back and forth like nobody's stopping to like enjoy it which is also leading to a lot more like I don't know that it's leading to more like negatives but like especially with this whole lightning lane thing like if if you're gonna be doing that, if you're gonna be doing Genie Plus, like you're gluing yourself to your phone for that day, and like mm-hmm. like that's what you're signing yourself up for. And I feel like like a lot of that has definitely like contributed to the to the idea that like you have to have this one specific ice cream just to make your trip because like you go in with that expectation, you go in that plan, and it's just you know a lot of it. I feel like is missed. Like you never know what other ice cream you might like. Like doesn't really <laughs> have to be that one specific one. You know. Amen. One thing I want to circle back to something you said, um, the with Genie Plus, like feeling it like you have to have your head in your phone all day. That's another thing that I tell my guests, like absolutely do not do because there's really no point because the part of like of Genie Plus is it builds your day and you can't make more than one selection at a time. You either ride the ride or two hours pass and then you can make a new one. So you always know when you can make the next one. So like if I make a reservation at 1.30 and it's not until like eight o'clock. I know then at 3.30, I'll make my next one. So I set my alarm for 3.29 and then I'm on there by 3.30 to make it. I'm not on there at 2.45 looking and trying to like plan and or look at the times and stuff. What good does that do me? And that's why I tell them, I'm like, go enjoy your day. Just be cognizant of when you have to get back on there to then make your selection. But like, don't stress about the selection until it's time to make it because you have no control over that get your head out of your phone, make your selection and go, make your selection and go. Like, I don't know. People really think they got to like monitor it. And like, if you're monitoring the wait times and the return times 
and such. Like, what's the point? You can't make it anyways. It's not for you. It's for whoever has their return time now. Good for them. Not you. Move on. Like, <laughs> and I feel bad because people don't want to hear that. They just want me to wallow with them. I'm like, I want you to succeed though. I don't want you to wallow. <laughs> exactly. Wallow. Literally. They're like, just like be sad with me i'm like no i want you to succeed we're not going to be sad we're going to sit here and fight the system friends do it the best we can we love honestly i think it would if if it wasn't i I mean and i feel like jd plus isn't that hard to understand like i i did not i've never used it personally like i have never done a day of using genie plus however like i mean i sit there and i explain it to people over and over and over again like all day long so i feel like i do it by the back of my hand like have i ever done a day with it technically no um but like if if there was a way to like lay it out easier to people or like if i had like some magical like instruction book of genie plus or something like that like i feel like they truly just don't understand it and even when i tell them like every two hours or after you use it every two hours or after you use it they still like something just like doesn't click and i think it's part of like having the whole family there like one person's in charge of the in charge of the phone everybody's like telling that person like all their opinions like it's the whole, you know, being with everyone, the family, friend, whoever dynamic, yeah. you know, having that one person being in charge and it's never going to be perfect, but coming to Disney, people expect that perfection. And, you know, realistically, that's, that's not going to be what it is. And like, you just have to be okay with that. I don't know. I just think, you know, it definitely adds a lot to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, amen. Especially at that point you made about there's usually one person in every group that's actually in charge. Mm-hmm. Like that poor person's not on vacation. They're working. No. <laughs> like, they're working their butts off and it's like I think the other issue is like you do spend so much for a Disney vacation like you really could go other places way cheaper you know you could go to Europe for less money than you're spending on a Disney vacation you know it's like it really is truly very expensive and that's been a huge thing is a lot of people saying they're getting priced out of being able to even go at this point so it's like yeah when you're down there and things aren't going your way I I don't blame them for getting testy because only because it's like yeah I'm spending Say you have like a family of five, you're spending what almost ten thousand dollars. Like my family spent around that, like for a family of five, six people to go. Like it's ridiculous. Go. I'm crazy. sure it's even more now. And it's like you know, how can a normal family afford that? And then when they get there, okay, everything better go perfectly, or else I'm gonna lose my mind. You know. So like I, I get it to an extent. Like it's just very. I think frustrating, you know, mm-hmm. especially for that price. Like you can't keep something the same value and then up the price and expect it to be like revered as that same value. You got to up the value if you're going to up the price. And what are you going to do to up that value? Like, is it adding more attractions? Is it making different trainings for your cast members to be nicer to people? Is it going to be blah, 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 blah. It could be a thousand different things. At the end of the day though, you can't have things stay the same and then expect people to be okay with price jumps. No, I agree. So. Right. I also think like just to kind of like wrap on that it's just like in general I think Disney is getting back to where it should be it's definitely moving back in the right direction with COVID but uh we definitely need more CPs yes (laughs) more CPs please (laughs) more CPs I mean it's crazy like I feel like the park used to be completely run by CPs especially anytime after 3 p.m that's still not really sure um, we need phone interviews again. We need a better Genie Plus service. Missing we, let's wrap this whole thing. I think that was like most of the tangents. Was literally most of the tangents. And I <laughs> love it. Better bus service. For the love of God. These poor kids need reliable transportation. <laughs> like Disney. We just want to get to work. 
Do you have really? like engines explode? Because there used to be engine explosions and fires and stuff. So. I know, I know there was a bus fire recently, I think maybe like a few weeks ago. So not quite an explosion, but yeah, yes, a fire. It was going to the so. contemporary. All my CPs were late for work. I got that email and I was like, that's really fun. Great. That's amazing. Right at check-in time too. They've learned, they've learned nothing. So hopefully <laughs> it, it gets better. Oh Incredible. I can't. All right, friends. Well, this was very therapeutic and I feel like I know more about all of you guys. This is fun. Anyways, super fun. Well, thank you all for joining us on this kind of like rando ladies night main episode. Only happens once in a blue moon and by blue moon, I mean like once a year. So I hope you all enjoyed it. But we hope to be hanging out with y'all a lot more now that our lives are kind of calming back down. Mel's about to hang out in Florida here pretty soon, which is super exciting. I'm so excited. And then we can talk all about that. So I'm absolutely thrilled for you to come down here. Oh my gosh. John is so excited to meet everyone. Like he's like hype. He's like, if I don't meet everyone, I'm going to be so obsessed. He's going to be livid. He's like, no, I need to meet everyone. He's like, AJ, gotta know who she is. He's like, Jared. Who are these random people you speak to every day? You've been talking to for like three years at this point. He's like, I need to get in the know. So I'm excited. It's going to be amazing. So. 12 out of 10. Well, I'm literally counting down the days for you. Other than that, friends, I know there's probably a thousand sponsors that we should have thanked that Jared's going to be like, why didn't you say anything? Yeah. You know, we love you. <laughs> we got, what about Last Bros, Dead Lizard well, Brewing Company, Magic Handle Company, a bunch of others that I probably forgot. Vacations. Amazing. Pixie Vacations. Love you that. don't want to worry about all those crazy things and being the one planning it. Hit up Pixie Vacations. There you go. That's oh, our segue. There you go. They'll have you a lot. And uh, Magic Candle Company, you know, go order one since Jarrett still never gave me any of the ones I've been promised. So, yes. I hope he listens to this and hears that. And then you get a candle on your doorstep the next day. <laughs> this will be a test if Jarrett actually listens to entire Ladies' Night episodes. Absolutely not. <laughs> Jarrett, if you listen to this episode, you better text me the word watermelon. No context, just watermelon. Watermelon. Just watermelon. Watermelon. We all want to get it. I want it in a group chat. Just a group chat with the three of us. With <laughs> We're all going to get DMs now, like watermelon, watermelon, like this. Guaranteed. Yeah, we get like a bunch of DMs on Instagram. Honestly, I would love that too. If you've made it all the way to the end, I want to DM. Let's all confuse Jarrett and just write watermelon on every social media. If you're on our Discord page from our Patreon, Patreon, we love you. D- flood the Discord in Jarrett's group chat specifically with watermelon. Thank you. Yes. I want this, please. <laughs> all right, my go. friends. It is not a goodbye. It is a see you real soon. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining us tonight for Ladies oh. Night. And we will see y'all later. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.